We're going to continue our conversation about what happened in Las Vegas or what didn't happen in Las Vegas, and we're going to do it with a friend of ours. He writes for ESPN Motorsports, baseball, hell, you name it. This guy's on it. Snappy tweeter. He shows his mug every other day on freaking TV. But really, Ryan McGee from ESPN, can you do the Harlem Shake, McGee? You know, it's funny because I have an eight-year-old daughter, and we started to rig this whole Harlem Shake thing up with all her little stuffed animals that dance. Oh. Yeah, and honestly, it was a hell of an idea. And had we pulled it off, it would have been great. But she's eight, and I'm old, and we realized there was going to be a lot of work. And about the time that we were getting going, I felt like people were, like, sick of the Harlem Shake. And, I, you know, I'm... I wasn't going to top whoever that was on Jimmy Johnson's team on the freaking dirt bike in the infield of Daytona. But anyhow, but yeah, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan. But yeah, we were going to do it, like with Elmos and dancing Santa Clauses and all those damn things. And then eventually we were just like, this is too much work. So yeah, I so there you go. Somebody else, somebody else steal that idea. Yeah, well, maybe maybe one day we got close. All right. Well- well, less important news, Ryan McGee, about what, what happened to Las Vegas. I mean, it wasn't a barn burner of a race. It was cool to see Matt Kenseth get a win, get a win early in the season. But it still seems the news coming out of Las Vegas is what happened in Phoenix with Denny Hamlin. Did you get the feel hanging out uh, this afternoon that still Denny Hamlin news was the peak of everybody's interest? That's, uh, I mean, I was here, obviously, for Sports Center and NASCAR now. That's all we did, man. That's all we yeah. did Thursday. It's all we did. Thursday's just an easy day. It's all we did Thursday, all we did Friday, all we did Saturday. You know, once the green flag dropped, everybody kind of was over it. But Denny had a huge group. To, to have had a finish no better than his was, he had a big old group of media waiting to talk to him. And, <laughs> and uh, But, you know, I had, a, I had a great conversation with Tony Stewart about it. And, and Eric, actually, some of it aired on NASCAR Now this morning. It was like, and what Smokes said was, he goes, we're just at this point where it's like everything we're talking about has nothing to do with racing. It's telling somebody that can't say so-and-so or it's, you know, Danica Patrick and Ricky Stenhouse dating, which I just don't care about. And, and, and even Smoke, who, you know, employs Danica, feels the same way. And we're just, it seems like we're, you know, again, I talk about my daughter, eight-year-old basketball. You coach eight-year-old basketball, and wherever the ball rolls, you, you think you're going to teach them man-to-man and zone and all that. But in the end, wherever the ball rolls, everybody just chases it. And that's kind of where we are right now, because I thought the Hamlin thing was a damn non-story. But, but it just kept getting bigger and kept getting bigger and kept getting bigger and, you know, we'll see. I just, you know, he, he, Jeff Gordon said it. You're making it worse. He said that to NASCAR, and they, and they did. They made it worse, and uh, and as a result, I ended up spending all weekend chasing the basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Statman, go ahead. Uh, Ryan McGee, you think that there is, if Denny, if Tony Stewart with a championship or Jeff Gordon with a championship said the same thing, they would still get penalized. You know, and honestly, I think the thing with Denny goes deeper than what he said. I think the thing with Denny goes back to something else. You know, we're kind of living in this period of secret finds and, you know, conversations that are secret but aren't so secret. And it's, it, it's no it's no secret that, that Denny has you know, had his run-ins with NASCAR in the past, and he's rubbed some people the wrong way or whatever. So I think it was... It was more or less a straw that broke the camel's back. We just don't know what all the other straws were, to be honest with you. But I just, in the end, the fine, Jeff Ward said, the fine drew more attention to it mm-hmm. than the actual comments ever did. And he, and he didn't say anything that was wrong, number one. And he didn't say anything that Brad Keselowski didn't say. He didn't say anything that everybody else didn't say. It just was, um, again, I think that there was a, there's something else going on there between him and somebody in the big yellow trailer. And, uh, 
you know, we may never know what that is, but again, we all had to kind of chase our tails with it this weekend. Will it be rescinded under appeal? Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I think that publicly it may be rescinded, but it privately there might still be some some you know slap on the wrist probation. You know, maybe you have to pay it and we don't know about it. But I think that publicly, to save face, I wouldn't be surprised if after the appeals hearing, if if what we're told is that the appeal went through. But, but I just Joe Jeff Gordon, you know, he's in this elder statesman role, and everything he says just makes so much sense. <laughs> he talked about it. Dale Jr. Did, you know, Dale Jr. did all this because they talked about it. the big meeting in May of 2009. After that Talladega race, it was awful. And when we all dared to call it awful, they called all the guys into a meeting in Concord and kind of got the sanctioning body and the drivers on the same page. They didn't turn them into clones. They just explained their reasoning. And the drivers explained their reasoning. It was a, it was a dialogue. It was a conversation. And what Jeff Gordon was saying was the days of going up in the hauler like Dale Earnhardt used to do, and saying, let's have a conversation about this. It's just not realistic anymore at the racetrack because it's too busy, it's too crowded, everybody's got too much going on, they're worried about the race cars. But maybe, you know, every quarter or once a year or twice a year, having these closed-door town hall meetings between the drivers, maybe the team owners, and the NASCAR brass, not to, not to, to give them talking points, but just to have conversations. Because right now they're having the conversations through me and through you guys and through the media. And through Twitter, and that, they didn't, yeah, clearly that's not working. Ryan McGee from ESPN joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Well, we're three races into the 2013 season. Where are we with this Gen 6 car from 1 to 10 as far as raceability goes? 1 being the crappiest and, of course, 10 being the best. In your opinion, where are we, Ryan McGee? Well, I mean, based on what we saw today, I'd give it a 6, which is exactly where I wanted it to be. I mean, it's a brand-new race car. And Tony Stewart's new phrase, and I like it, is it didn't come with an instruction manual. And we're all kind of figuring this thing out, or they're all kind of trying to figure this thing out as we go. But, but today, you know, actually I mean, being there in person and watching the cars go through, you know, go through the turns, they were squirrely and they were sideways. And when they wanted to be racy, they were racy. And, you know, trying to base our opinion on Daytona is never going to work because Daytona is Daytona. And it's just – and then even based on Phoenix, which is – unlike any other racetrack, but I was encouraged today by what we saw because this was step number one with 15 intermediate track races on the schedule, and this was step number one. So when we get back to these tracks again, I feel like these guys will get racier. But, but there were moments today where I was like, okay, this, this, this thing's going to work. And, again, I, I say this every year about the championship, about the points championship, and I'll say it about this car too. Ask me again in June. Because right now it's just too early. But when we get to the really to, to almost to the halfway point of the season, then we'll know what we got. I always say then we'll know who the championship contenders are and who they aren't. And when we get to June, we'll know you know if the car is a piece of crap or if it's or if it's going to be what we all thought it was. There. Ryan McGee with ESPN joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Ryan, do you think there's genuine concern coming out of Stuart Haas Racing with Danica Patrick's finish today that she will have to qualify come the sixth race of the season? Yeah, and she was devastated. I mean, listening to her on the radio was depressing. And then after the race, I mean, she just, we had some of the sound on Sports Center tonight. She just looks down. You know, all that momentum from Daytona is gone. And I think she's just worried because uh, they were so far off today. I mean, she was 33rd and three laps down before we, you know, before we hit the second round pit stop. So it's just, she, she's a little worried. But listen, 
I've said it all along. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's a guy or a girl or a Martian. I don't care what color they are. If anybody that was on the learning curve that she's on shouldn't be in a cup car full-time this year. It's just the way that it is. I don't care who it is. If you look at where she was and where her development curve was, I said all along, I wanted to see her do another full Reeler nationwide, you know, maybe a dozen cup races, the Trevor Bain plan, and then put her in a cup car next year. But when New Shoes going to take her lumps, I just honestly didn't think it was going to come here because this is a pretty decent racetrack for her. It has been in the past. No, you're right. It has been in Nationwide. And speaking of Nationwide, I know everybody wants to talk about Danica, but I want to talk about something that was really good yesterday. And Sam Hornish finally really proving that he can be yeah. so dominant in a car. And I, I loved your enthusiasm when you were talking about it because you kind of were thinking like I was, like, yeah, that's the Sam Hornish we know from the open wheel days. Well, it's just you guys know. I mean, you, you guys are like me. We, you don't just watch stock cars. And, and so the Amer all-American oval badass that we all know, just has been, it pains me because NASCAR fans see him as a moving chicane. They don't see him as this unbelievable, you know, oval legend as far as I'm concerned that, that, that we all know. So to see little glimpses of that now, but again, it's what I was just talking about. He, the, the curve was too accelerated. I don't care who you are. If you throw them in a cup car too soon, you're thrown them to the wolves. These guys are too good and these teams are too good. And, you know, it's just like when you call a baseball pitcher up too early. These kids that bring in straight out of high school, put them in the major leagues. It doesn't matter how good he is physically. If you beat him up mentally, it's hard to recover. And Sam got beat up mentally but uh, because he was so bad. And so it's just, for me, yeah, I'm, I'm fired up to see, you know, long-time NASCAR fans were tweeting me yesterday and going, whoa. Well, when he's on, he's on. I'm like, yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy I saw in IndyCar races at this same racetrack. I mean, he's He's the man. It's just a matter of uh, of putting him in a position where he can be the man. Cool. Ryan McGee joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. And, Ryan, we're talking about the Nationwide Series. Do you think the Nationwide Series has reached that point to where it's cool to run the Nationwide Series as a full-time driver, i.e. Uh, Elliot Sadler, Justin Allgaier? Yeah, Vickers. Yeah, Vickers. Smith. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. We're, we're getting back to where it was 15 years ago when, yeah. when the Bush Series was cool. And now the next step is giving them more races on their own. You know, it used to be we would do this through the spring, and then we'd get to, like, May and kind of wave goodbye at Charlotte. And, and the Bush years would go do their thing all summer, and we'd see them back at Bristol in the fall. And, you know, to me, they need to keep doing that. The Truck Series and the Nationwide Series need to have their own identity, and part of that is having their own drivers. And, you know, I'm a big Regan Smith fan. And for him to get in, big Brian Vickerson, for them, those guys to get to take a step back and get a reset like Elliot Sadler, to, to me that's a big deal. And they're just good guys. You know, they're easy to pull for. But it reminds me a lot of, of what that series was back when it was awesome. And, uh, and hopefully they'll get back there. And there's another guy who maybe jumped a little too quickly to the Cup Series, Brian Vickers. I believe it was two, maybe three years, but yep. it just seemed like it was such a fast track. And, yeah, you're right. It's good to see him back in Nationwide where he can just chill and rehone his skills. Yep. No, it's just... It, you know, Benny Parsons used to tell me all the time, you know, an attitude is worth 10 extra horsepower. you got to get attitude. You know, you got to work whether that's winning or whether that's just running up front or qualifying well. And for these guys to go, I mean, you look at what it's done for Elliot Sadler. Yeah. He's a different human being than he was five years ago, just watching him walk around. He was convinced his career was done, and now he's a star again. He was a huge star in the Bush Series. I never thought he ever, and he says this, he was never as big, he was never as big on the fans' radar as a cup driver as he ever was in the Bush Series. And now he's kind of back to that again. And that's, you know, sometimes it's just, 
it is who you are. And so I'm, I'm excited to, to see those guys you know, get second chances. And also, this gives the young guys, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the, the Larson, the Kyle Larsons, and the, it gives those guys a chance to run against these guys. The Dillons gives a chance to run against these guys with all this cup experience. And I'd rather see that than just have a field full of full-time cup guys. Give me some guys that used to be in the Cup Series. I don't want a bunch of guys that are already in the Cup Series. Yep. Statman, go ahead. No, I was getting ready to disagree with him wholeheartedly. I think the Cup guys <laughs> ought to stay out of Nationwide. And Nationwide, that's what the problem is now. They don't have any any decent rookies that are coming up into uh, the uh, Cup Series because they haven't been able to build fan base in the Nationwide cars. But they're doing that yeah, now. It's, it's come, it's, yeah, it's coming, though, because for the first time in a decade, we have a genuine big group of young guys coming up. And I really believe that. And, and going all the way down into even the you know, K&N series, we're going all the way down to Chase Elliott, you know, who's a teenager. But these guys are on their way up. And to give them a chance to race against guys who used to be in the Cup Series, I, I'm not a fan of going to Daytona and having 20 Cup guys in mm-hmm. nationwide race. But if i got a handful of guys with Cup experience, now, to me, that gives us a chance to uh, to bring those young guys up. Is Sadler going to get back? In, is Sadler going to get back in the Cup Series? He wants to, but I think he needs to start where he is. I, hmm. Like I said, I think he, I think his profile is so much higher where he is than it ever was when he was in the Cup Series. That, that I think it's better for him. And his his next deal is broadcasting, which he's already working on. And so Ooh. he's going to do this until until I really believe that he's he's good in the booth. It's just a matter of him deciding to go up there full time. Ryan McGee, you better not be saying that, though. He might take your job. Uh. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to take Marty's job. So oh, I'll okay. work on Marty's job, and then, and, then, uh, and then Elliot can work on our jobs. Hey, quickly, Ryan, you brought up Daytona. Any other news in reinforcing fences or any change in the safety barriers at all with upcoming tracks? Well, you guys remember Dean Sicken, who, you know, who, who really helped develop, really invented the, the, the soft walls. Um, you know, he's now down at the University of Alabama, Birmingham. You know, he used to be out in Nebraska. And uh, he's going to start crashing stuff in the fences and seeing what it does. And they're running computer models as we speak to see what's tearing these cars apart and what happens. So, uh, you know, I think we're going to get a pretty big update on that when we get to Charlotte in May. Nice. Freak Nation, his and name, course, Ryan. And of course, I'm, jo- I'm, hey, I'm joking about Marty's job. I don't want Marty's job. Marty's on the road <laughs> like Mar- Marty's, yeah, yeah. And plus, I can't keep up with his hair. So. No lie. Man. Dude's I bet Marty's, too, wait, man. Wait a minute, Crash. I think Marty's got one or two pink shirts. You going to buy any pink shirts, Ryan McGee? <laughs> I, know he has, I know he has some pink ties. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that joke's been going on for 13 years, and we'll still milk the day. We love it. Nobody yeah. understands it anymore but us. But it never Good. gets old. All right, hey McGee, think well. You're not staying up late. Hell, you're in Las Vegas. Been you gonna gamble some of your kids' college money? Hey, I'm on the uh, I'm on the red eye here about three hours. So if you need me, I'll be miserable tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, McGee. Anytime. Thanks. All right, Ryan McGee, follow that guy on Twitter if you can, Freak Nation. It's not just motorsports for him. He's a hell of a reporter, a hell of a writer. Loves his baseball. It's very cool to be. You know, I was going to say the same thing, Kenny. He is a sports guy, and yeah. he, he's even on ESPN, he's liable to appear uh, talking about, like you said, baseball crash, or I think you've seen him on some football and basketball things. He's, a, he's just a cool guy and likes sports, and uh, just so happens that his passion is auto racing. 